apparently they made a hot Cheeto soda. Ugh. All right, let's get to this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. All right, everyone, I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you, as always. And it is time to uh, get to this, like I said. Uh, I started, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do the plugs first. Okay, so the way I start off every show, like I said, like I always say, I start, uh, I don't know why I'm rambling on right now. Alright, I'm gonna plug the show. So if you're listening on YouTube right now, subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Smash that subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up. Do what you gotta do on there. There's all sorts of things, right? Uh, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else, subscribe to me on those platforms. Write me a review. Write me a review on Apple. Give me the five stars. On Podbean, you can write a review. Um... And follow the show or follow the Instagram and Twitter pages at the Frankie D Show. So all you got to remember is the Frankie D Show. You will be able to find me. I, I've said this before. You know, every YouTuber, every podcaster tells you make sure in the beginning and end of your podcast to uh, plug the show everywhere you can plug it. Make sure you plug the show. Now, I maybe I need some feedback on that. Do you guys like? I feel I feel like no listener can like when you plug the show. And I feel like if a listener really likes the show, they're just going to start they're you know, they're just going to start following the show, right? Do do the plugs make a difference? I am not saying you shouldn't plug the show at all, you know, at the end. All right guys, make sure you subscribe to me, make sure, you know, but like doesn't seem overkill that I'm doing it in the beginning and the end. I need some feedback on that. Until then, I'm just going to keep doing it since uh, you know, all the other people I know that uh, are more successful than me in podcasting and YouTube and stuff. Say, make sure you plug the show at the beginning and the end of the show. Okay, that's out of the way now. I said this right, uh, you know, when I started the show there, that apparently Mountain Dew made a hot Cheeto soda. You know, like the Cheese Doodles, Cheetos? Che- you know, like, apparently they made a soda out of that. I don't know too much about the soda. I didn't really look into it too much. I just saw it, like, today or something. I was like, what the fuck? They're making a hot Cheeto soda? So, I don't know. I, you know, there's no reason to really go into depth with that. I just figured it was something worth mentioning. If someone happens to try this soda, you should call in or something. In fact, I forgot to uh, set the phone up again, so you should type that in if you tried it. And if you really want to uh, call in, stay till the end of the show, type in the chat I'd like to call in, and I will I'll be able to set it up by... And it's not like it takes me very long. I just forgot to do it before now. So, yeah, if you want to uh, call in, wait till the end of the show. Type in the chat, hey, I want to call in Frankie D. And uh, I will take the call-ins at the end of the show. Yeah, I'm very curious how this hot Cheetos soda tastes. I mean, I can't see it tasting good whatsoever at all. It was kind of like that ice cream. Even though I heard the ice cream might have not gotten as bad of reviews as it seemed they were getting in the beginning. I said there was they were making a craft mac and cheese ice cream and it sounded disgusting. And people were like complaining about it before they even tried it. And now it seems it might not be getting uh, such bad reviews. 
haven't looked into it too much since then, but I remember I was reading some people tried it and they were like, oh, it actually wasn't so bad. I don't know. I feel like there's a better chance of me trying that ice cream than that soda. I mean, I don't know. Who would want to try spicy soda? I don't know. Maybe I'll try it. You know, I haven't even seen the Kraft Mac and Mac and Cheese ice cream at the grocery store. So I doubt there's a very good chance I'll, that I'll actually see this Cheeto soda at the grocery store. Who knows, though? All right, let's get into uh, some more legit topics, then. I just thought I'd bring that up just in case anyone uh, wants to chime in about this hot Cheeto soda, they can, you know, for the people that are listening live. And for the people that aren't listening live, I thank you for listening, and you could look into this Cheeto soda. Okay, first thing I want to talk about is the Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley boxing match. You know, of course I was going to talk about it. I talked about the press conference. I've talked about their press conference uh, from months ago or whenever the first one was. So now it finally happened. And I got what I wanted. Jake Paul won. I I thought that was uh, pretty funny. A lot of people wanted him to lose. And he, you know, he ended up winning. So Tyron lost, like I just said. And he needs to uh, take the loss. He's clearly not handling it too well. He's very in denial. In fact, if he were anyone else, I feel like they'd be like, stop making excuses. I feel like no one's really saying that to him. Tyron, you lost. Stop making excuses. He keeps saying that he won or he thinks he won. And it, it, to me, it's, it was clear as day that he lost. Like There was nothing in that match that made me be like, oh man, Ty- Tyron has this. He, he's definitely the winner of this. In fact, people were uh, tweeting about it, like the whole boxing match. I saw Daniel Cormier, who I'm thinking he would be on Tyron's side over Jake Paul's side. You know, he's a, he was a UFC champion. I said, you know, so I'm, I'm thinking he's probably more on the UFC person side. So, and he was even uh, tweeting saying that Jake Paul was like winning that by points. You know, before the match is even over. So, to me, it was clear as day that Jake was winning. That Yet, Tyron Woodley keeps saying that he was the winner of that match. I don't know where he got that from. Like, when you're in the ring, are you just in a different zone in your head? Is it just, I'm beating the shit out of the person I'm boxing? Because I, I don't really know why how he would think that he was actually winning that match. I'm not saying Jake was knocking the shit out of him whatsoever at all. But, you know, to me, it was just clear as day that if Tyron didn't knock him out, that Jake was going to win by points. I don't know. I really wanted Jake to knock him out. I thought that would have been so funny. People would have been like, no, he won another fight. Fight a real boxer. Box a real boxer. And then I would have wanted him to not box a real boxer again and piss more people off. I know people are jerking off that one punch that Tyron got that one good hit where Jake fell into the ropes and I'm like, uh, would that have really would that have even counted as a knockout if he didn't fall into the ropes or I I think I uh, heard that I'm not like super knowledgeable about boxing, but would that have counted as a knockout? I heard some people say, well, the ref should have started counting, but even if he started counting, would uh, I, I would Jake have lost? I don't think so. Everyone's really whacking that one punch off. I mean, sure, it was a powerful punch. He fell into the ropes. Okay. It was one punch. Is that really, like, are people that sore at Jake? They want him, like, they they hate that uh, 
he's making a mockery of the sport, whatever the hell they're saying, that much, where they're literally just going to talk about the one good punch Tyron had throughout that whole match. That's all you're talking about. That's literally all the people that wanted Jake to lose that match. All they're talking about is that one punch that Tyron got. I'm like, all right, what about all the all the other punches? What, what about all the stuff he missed, all the punches he missed? Everyone was saying Tyron should have knocked Jake out. Well, why didn't he knock him out then? Clearly, he's not as good of a boxer as uh, he thinks he is. I don't know. I thought it was funny as how that Jake won that. You know, te- technically, this should have been the the one if a UFC fighter was going to beat him, wouldn't, you know? Between uh, Tyron Woodley and Ben Askren, this would have been the one that should have beaten him, beaten him in some sort of way, whether it was knockout, whether it was uh, by point. Shouldn't he have beaten him? I re- I don't want to see a rematch. I know a lot of people want to see a rematch. At the end of the match, they kind of made it look like, well, at least Tyron wants a rematch. And I know, you know, clearly Tyron wants a rematch. He's like, fuck, this was a lot of money I just made. It's like, bro, you lost the fight. I know you want the bag again. You lost the fight. Move on. I don't want there to be another rematch. Jake won. I want him to go on to uh, the next opponent just so he could keep checking people off that list. I'd be this guy. I'd be that guy. And I want him to keep pissing people off. I want him to box so many UFC fighters and stuff that when he finally fight a box as a boxer, at least, well, maybe not a professional boxer, but some sort of actual boxer. You could be like, oh, you know what? He he held his own in the ring with a boxer. Like right now, clearly, if you put him in the ring with an actual boxer, sure, he'd probably get the shit kicked out of him. But it's not like he grew up boxing, you know? It's funny, I'm like sticking up for Jake Paul now. I'm not even a Jake Paul fan. I think he seems like a terrible person. You know, I like it's not like I'd ever be friends with him. But hey... He knows how to entertain. Like he, he knows any publicity is good publicity. He knows how to entertain, and clearly he does train for these boxing matches. You know, if he didn't train, he probably would have even gotten the shit kicked out of him by Ben Askren, honestly. Or he, you know, he at least would have gotten the shit kicked out of him by Tyron Woodley. But he didn't, and not only did he hold his own, he won the boxing match, and that's all that counts, right? People are like, you know, some people are like, well, you didn't knock him out like you said you were. You didn't knock him out like you did with uh, Ben Askren and uh, Nate Robinson and the other people. And it's like, you know what? I wanted to see that. I wanted to see it not because I'm a fan. I wanted to see it because I thought it would have been funny watching everyone get pissed off how uh, how he knocked another person out and how he didn't box a real boxer. But, um, you know, a win's a win. You know? Whether he knocked someone out or he won by points, a win is a fucking win. So people really need to stop jerking off that one good punch Tyron Woodley got. Guys, it was one punch. One that's it. It didn't even it, it knocked him into the ropes. Didn't knock him out. It really like I don't think that punch would have determined anything. You people are sore. Calm the fuck down. It was one punch. Okay? Oh, man. You know, Mike Tyson, actually, like, you know, a lot of people... Well, I don't know. There's a lot of people that I th- that are also saying, I hate Jake Paul, but he it is clear he won. And then there's a lot of people that are saying, no, he clearly didn't win. Ty, It was obviously Tyron Woodley's win. I've actually got uh, some videos here. I got a video of Mike Tyson 
saying. Let's see. If it, it's kind of shitty. Uh, it's quality, or I shouldn't even say shitty quality. You can, it's kind of hard to hear him, Tyson, but I put the volume up loud. We'll see if we can hear him. Tyson says that uh, Jake won. That's from TMZ. What do you think about the fight last night? What about Jake Paul? What's up? What do you think about the fight with Tyron Woodley? So if you couldn't hear him, uh, Ty- Mike Tyson just said Tyron Woodley did his best. One. Jake Paul won. Yeah. And he, Ty- if you couldn't hear that, Tyson just said Jake Paul won. Do you think he rightfully won? Yeah. How are you doing today? It's good to see you. Awesome. I don't mean to rub it new, sir. It's you know, always a pleasure. But it's great you're doing well and whatnot, and thanks for talking to me. No problem, man. Okay, so that was uh, Mike Tyson saying, yes, Jake Paul won. So we got like a boxing legend saying that. I, I got some uh, more videos I'd like to share of this because uh, there's a lot of people saying they think Tyron Woodley won. It's like, I don't understand why you're, why you're saying that. Right, so here's Tyron Woodley saying, I be Jake Paul. Man, I felt good. Man, I, I'm still off. To be honest... I'm pissed about the fight, but I do... Well, you should be pissed. You lost the fight. I feel like I won. I feel like enough people that know any... Well, it doesn't really matter what you feel. You know, I feel like when you didn't win, you you lost. Doesn't matter what you feel, you lost. At the end of the... Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, dude. You lost. Get it through your fucking head. ...fucking thing about two people smacking and punching each other. No, I won. Yeah. Okay, so now, like, isn't that kind of being disrespectful towards the sport? Anyone knows uh, anything about punching and smacking things? No, he said I won. No, it's not punching and smacking things. It's a sport. It's boxing, you dumbass. You lost. Stop trying to, stop trying to say that you won. You lost. It was clear you lost. You weren't, like, overpowering him, where it's like, oh, no, all right, he... He should have had that. He should have. No, you lost. Man, we got bad sportsmanship here. I don't even know if it's bad sportsmanship or if he's really trying to uh, just get everyone to say that he won the fight just so Jake will give him the rematch so he can make all that money again. And he'd probably lose the second fight too. Let's be for real. Yeah. That's what I feel confident in. He looked dumb because he's talking about meme game, but this motherfucker is a terrible meme right he looked dumb. Dude, I, uh, Jake Paul is a dumbass. Uh, you know, like, again, I'm not a fan of the guy. But like I said, he, he, how is he looking dumb? You're the one that's saying that you won the fight when you clearly lost the fight. Oh, my God. Right, yeah, that, yeah, there was, no, was some shots. Yeah. Now, his whole thing that he said at the end actually don't even apply to him. It applies to me. This is a boxing game. You know, you get hit with a shot, you shake it off, act like nothing happened. That's what the fuck I did. I, what do you mean that's what the fuck you did? You've been bitching. You literally started bitching right after the match, saying that you were ready for round two because you think you won the fight. He did was get dear legs. Yeah. He went through the rope, hooked in, rebound. Oh, and there's uh, bringing up that one punch. You can't, you can't bring any other things you did throughout the fight. You got to focus on that one hit. My God. And I think that it was WWE. Yeah. Well, it might have been a little WWE. I don't doubt that. <laughs> oh, my God. I've actually, speaking of that, uh, after the um, after the match interview, I got it, that here. So I'll play a little bit of that, too, and uh, give my thoughts on that as well. I don't know. They, they, 
I, it's like, dude, if if you're really going to try to say you won, come up with more than one thing, you know? Just just the one punch. like Because the only reason why he's bringing that up is because he knows that's the only thing he's got. All right, let's uh, play some of the after the match interview. I'm not going to play the whole thing. So I, I don't think you really hear any of uh, just Jake's part of the interview and what I'm about to play. But he was actually very respectful towards uh, Tyron Woodley. He was like, yeah, he's a legend or something like that. Uh, he like said he was sorry if anyone got offended, something like that. And he was actually pretty respectful. I think this starts with Logan talking. Logan was trying to mack it up with some really hot ring chick. I don't know if she was into him or not, but man, she is smoking hot. If you guys uh, look on YouTube for the uh, post-fight interview, you'll see that really hot ring chick that Jake's brother Logan was trying to talk to. Man, she is really hot. I don't know where Dana White gets these chicks, but my God. All right, let's see what uh, Logan and Tyron and Jake all have to say here. Cleveland, I'm so happy to be here. I'm blessed. Tyron, also, we love you, bro. Come and so that's Logan Paul saying that he loves Tyron. Come yeah. on, come on. Well, congratulations. I do want to give Tyron a chance. Hey, I just want to say to all the kids out there, if you're ever getting bullied, keep your head up. Uh, I don't really need to hear the bully speech, dude. Come on. Why are you doing this? Stay confident. Look to boxing. Boxing can give you confidence. And if you are bullying kids out there, it's not cool. I used to be a bully. Well, at least he admits he used to be a bully. Okay, and then I realized it wasn't cool. Then when I started doing my thing, blowing up on the internet, people were hating on me, and it hurt my feelings. So just know if you're bullying someone, if you're bullying kids out there, stop it. Stop it. Find boxing. Find something that you love. What's he trying to accomplish with this bullying speech? Come on. See, this is why I don't like Jake Paul either. But I really do like that he pisses uh, everyone off. I think that is part is hilarious. Grow confidence in yourself because that shit hurts. Words hurt. My, my foundation, Boxing Bullies, is fighting against this. Keep your head up if you're getting bullied. Find something that's going to make you confident. I love you guys. I love everyone at home. It's, boxing won't make you confident if you're getting bullied. You learn how to fight. You kick the shit out of the dude that's bullying you. So, sure. I mean, I guess he makes a good point. That if you're getting bullied, start boxing. It'll make you confident. You start beating people up. Thank you. That is a great message. Tyron, I do want to get a word with you. Congrats on a great performance. How do you feel about what you accomplished out there? I feel like if that was the second biggest pay-per-view, the round two is going to be bigger than that. I feel like I won the fight. See, again, with this, this I feel I won the fight, you could feel anything you want. You did not win the fight. I feel like Jake's a great opponent. I didn't expect him to go down. Me and my coaches worked that. That's why I came in great shape, because I knew he can take a punch. But the fact that one judge gets... I feel like he's kind of going back on uh, some of the things he said at the press conference, but I get, you know, that's all for show. Gave me two rounds. It's laughable. No disrespect, but fuck the Fury fight. Me and Jake need to run that back. So you want an immediate... He wants the money. Let's be for real. He would... If they, a lot of people are saying if they give him Tyron the second match, he'll probably uh, win that one. I'm, I don't know. If he lost the first one, Jake would obviously be training for the second one too. So I'm thinking Jake would probably win the second one. I mean, again, I can't say that for sure. I don't want to see a second one, though. I want to just see him uh, take down as many opponents as he can and keep pissing people off. And I want to keep hearing people say, fight a real boxer, box a real boxer. Uh, what else is Tyron going to say? Rematch, is that of interest Off the top, off the top, I want to answer rematch. Nobody- yeah, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Nobody going to sell a, a pay-per-view like we did. The Fury ain't gonna do that. Of course, I want a rematch. I felt. 
All right, that is just a lie. I didn't even know who, like, the fuck Tyron Woodley was before that match. No one's going to sellify like we did. You could probably get, uh, you know, you could get a bunch. Uh, Conor McGregor, even though Jake said he thinks that uh, McGregor would be the easier opponent, and I honestly, looking at him, I don't doubt that he would be the easier opponent, but I still think McGregor would actually sell more money than Tyron. So Tyron is really just trying to get the money, as I keep reiterating that. I felt like I won the fight. I felt like he was tough. I hit him. The ropes held him up. I landed more power shots. When he threw the shots, they were hitting my gloves. When he landed a clean shot, which he did, he landed clean shots. And I knew he had heavy hands. But nobody, I didn't hit the ground like his other opponents. I walked him down and I landed back. So let's run it back. Does that interest you, Jake? Hey, look, of course he wants the payday. Of course he wants the payday. I mean, that is all he wants. There's really no reason for a rematch for Jake. Like, why would he want one? He won. You move on to the next opponent. And I feel every opponent, you know, you got to get a little bigger, which makes every pay-per-view that, you know, worth more money. So Tyron was just wrong with what he was saying there. You know, of course you want the payday. You had the fight. I don't want the payday. I want to fight. You had your opportunity. If you want the fight, punch him in the ring right now. You guys could go at it right there. If you want, if you just want to fight, you don't want the payday, punch Jake in the face right now. I'm sure he will punch you back and you guys will fight. You had your opportunity. So you don't want to fight me again? I will. I do. Hey, you old news, fam. You, you had your chance. Oh, there's Logan trying to get involved. Sorry. Logan, Logan. You had your chance. Fall back. You had your chance. I was nothing but respectful to you right now. You, you the one that got wobbled, almost sent through the rope. If these fucking ropes wasn't seven foot two, you would have went through the ropes. I landed a power again with that one hit against the ropes. Come on, would he really? I want to know. I want to talk to some boxing experts. Would Jake have lost that if um they started counting or whatever the hell he said to do? If the ropes, I mean, because you know the ropes are always in a boxing ring, right? So what you know? What is there any chance that Jake could have lost? That it is did the ref do something wrong when he went into the ropes? Punches. You missed. Hey, hey, hey. If you if you get the tattoo, You're not scared. Run it back. If you if you if you get the tattoo, I love Jake Paul. Let's run it back. Bet. I right, see. There's no even reason to run like for him to get the tattoo. They shouldn't have to run it back. He made the bet to get that tattoo. I love Jake Paul. If um, he lost the boxing match, he made the bet. They shook on it. It was right there on television or the internet or wherever the hell it was. I watched it on uh, YouTube. So he, Tyron Woodley has to get, should just have to get that tattoo. Yeah, you saw in the last press conference that he started going back on it. He probably knew crap. I'm probably not going to win this. So he should just have to get it. Now Tyron, I think, is trying to spin the narrative. It's like, oh, it's a new bet. Jake shook. I literally watched another video of Tyron saying, well, there's a new bet now. Jake shook on it. If I get the tattoo, and I will get the tattoo, he has to give me a rematch. And it's like it's like you keep saying, oh, well, he shook on it. It's like you shook on it first. It's not like that original one ever went away. Clearly, he's just kind of being nice to you by not, like, forcing you to get it. He could really be making a big deal out of this, honestly. You guys shook on it right, you know, live, and a ton of people saw it. Oh, my God. Let's go. Bet. Deal. Make a bet. Bet. Deal. Get the tattoo. Get the tattoo. We'll run it back. Right now, tonight, tonight with Tattoo Baby. We got the tattoo artist right here, so you ain't going nowhere. 
They had the tattoo artist yet. He, as far as I know, Tyron Woodley still does not have that tattoo. Wipe the sweat off and shave that leg because I'm putting I love Jake Paul on your fucking leg and then we can run it back. All right, well, Malki Kawa, who is Tyron's manager, is saying to send the contract tomorrow. I don't know if we just made an immediate rematch right here and now. I don't think we did. I don't think there will be a rematch between them, and I hope there's not, but I guess you never know. We'll just have to see how that plays out. Is there anything else even good in this video? Now, but that was quite the scene. Mauro, back to you. Okay, so that was uh, the end of the Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley stuff. Uh, I mean, it was entertaining. I thought the Ben Askren one was more entertaining. They had Snoop Dogg there. They had Ric Flair. You know, they had a bunch of uh, fun, entertaining stuff. And then it was funny just seeing Jake Paul knock Ben Askren out really freaking fast. So I would say that's been the most entertaining boxing match so far. Jake Paul versus uh, Ben Askren. So uh, I don't. I'm curious who his next opponent will be. There's talk about Tommy Fury. I don't even know who else would be in the picture. Sooner or later, I feel he's going to have to box uh, Logan Paul. I just feel that'll have to come in. He'll knock the shit out of his older brother, honestly. I don't know what, you know, like, Logan Paul, whenever I've watched his fight, whether it was uh, Floyd Mayweather or KSI, it's like, I, he, I don't find him to be, like, that impressive to watch and entertaining to watch. Jake is definitely the better boxer. I see Logan starting to... Uh, dip his feet inside the WWE, and he's terrible on the mic there. He is absolutely terrible on the mic in WWE. Now, he is very athletic, so he might be able to be good in the ring if they train him and he wants to do a match or something. But Jake Paul is also, uh, he is also athletic, clearly. So maybe he would be better in WWE since he seems to be more uh, controversial these days. Maybe he'd be better on the mic. Even though in the press conferences, I don't really find Jake Paul that good on the mic in the press conferences. So I don't know. But uh, Logan, don't find him fun to watch in boxing. He's been bad on the mic in WWE. So who the heck knows what uh, will go down with that. Okie dokes. I'm going to do a, a quick trivia break, and then after that I'll get to uh, some more fun stuff. All right, sound good? So here we go. All right, trivia break. So, I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then, I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. And the categories are... Money, movies, candy, foreign capitals, and music. Okay, so the first question, the category is money. What is the Canadian $1 coin commonly referred to as? Again, what is the Canadian $1 coin commonly referred to as? I know I have some Canadian listeners out there. Some of you have told me you're from Canada. Others of you, I just know you are because I checked the statistics. So, I know we have some people that should know the answer to this question. Okay, let's go on to the next question now. The category is movies. Who wrote and starred in the 1980 movie Blues Brothers? Again, who wrote and starred in the 1980 movie Blues Brothers? 
Alrighty, next question. The category is candy. During the 1990s, what candy bar used Bart Simpson as a spokes character in their TV ads? Again, during the 1990s, what candy bar used Bart Simpson as a spokes character in their TV ads? Definitely not one of my favorite candies. I am more of a Twix guy. So, I guess that's a clue. You know it's not Twix. Alrighty, next question. The category is foreign capitals. What is the capital of Venezuela? Again, what is the capital of Venezuela? Okie dokes. Next question. The category is music. Which hip-hop artist received the most overall Grammy Awards in 2016? Again, which hip-hop artist received the most overall Grammy Music Awards in 2016? Okay, let's go through the answers now. So the first question was, what is the Canadian $1 coin commonly referred to as? The answer is loony. The second question was, who wrote and starred in the 1980 movie Blues Brothers? That is Dan Aykroyd. The next question was, during the 1990s, what candy bar used Bart Simpson as the spokes character in their TV ads? The answer to that was Butterfingers. The next question was, what is the capital of Venezuela? I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong. It looks like Caracas to me. So that is Caracas. C-A-R-A-C-A-S. And the last question was, which hip-hop artist received the most overall Grammy Awards in 2016? And the answer to that is Kendrick Lamar. Alrighty, so that is all the questions I have for this week. Stay tuned. Next week, there will be more questions or some sort of other trivia-type game. Okay, hope you enjoyed the trivia. Also, before we get back to the show, if anyone wants to send some sort of promo or game or whatever in to play while I take my pee breaks, feel free to do so. You can find me again on Instagram and Twitter at the Frankie D Show. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Alrighty, time to get back to the show. Okay, that cut off there. Sorry, I heard some muffling in there. I have no clue what was going on. If that's happened other weeks, I'm sorry. I think it's because uh, where I do the show, I have like this air conditioner thing down here. So uh, when that makes some noise, I think it kind of uh, fucks me up a little bit. So sorry about that. I'll try to make it. I think this week, I think the microphone should have been pretty freaking clear. So hopefully it's uh, better. Okay, now I've got to talk about some OnlyFans because I brought it up uh, the other week saying they were going PG and then last week I briefly brought it up how apparently they changed their minds on that and they're going to stay uh, with sexual, sexually explicit material. So I didn't really have too much material on it last week. This uh, week I got a little bit more. So they finally realize OnlyFans that they got to stick with sexually explicit content. You know, if if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? 
they they were trying to be more uh, you know mainstream. They were getting greedy. I think they were like, oh, we're making a lot of money, but if we go like if we stop the sexually explicit stuff, we could potentially be more mainstream. We might get people on here that uh, you know don't want to post inappropriate stuff. You know, maybe some celebrities and stuff like that. I, I don't really know what their what their thought was. I think though that was uh, their their big thought though that they could make more money. If they got rid of uh, the sexually the sexually explicit content, which is stupid, sex sells, right? If there's anything we know, it's that sex sells. And there's a lot of money when uh, you bring sexy females into the equation. So, like I said, I think they were uh, getting greedy. I think they wanted to make more money. I know I'm reiterating that, but I think they were being stupid. No one want no, you know that. It's that material is what made them popular. No one wanted to see them going PG. That'd be stupid. That would be like if they had a PG material and they had a bunch of kids watching and they start throwing inappropriate content in there, clearly parents would make their kids stop watching that stuff, right? Well, it goes the other way too. If you make a fan base off inappropriate material, you know, and you take that away those people are going to start stop watching it. Now, maybe OnlyFans wanted to make, uh, try to bring in a new audience, try to bring in a new uh, fan base, which is stupid, right? You know, you're trying to make money. And, and, you know, their thought is, well, we'll be able to make more money. Clearly, you won't. And I think the big thing, uh, why they did this, they realized, oh, we're losing content creators now, it, which is what I called, right? I said they either got to start making websites, uh, you know, personal websites, or if they are allowed to do that on Patreon, go to Patreon, or, you know, just go somewhere else. And I think that's what was happening. People were like, well, fuck this. We're going to, we're jumping ship because this is what makes us money. And I think OnlyFans started to see that. And they're like, well, fuck, if we lose all these people, we're not going to be bringing any money in. So uh, I think that was the big reason why they, you know, are going to stick with uh, the explicit material. And th- thank God they figured that out now before it was too late and they lost a fuck ton of money and. They pretend they could have possibly had to like shut down the website if they, you know, if they were like, all right, in October or whenever the hell they were going to switch, they were like, all right, we're going to try that for at least a year or two. Well, a year or two could be a long, you know, that, that could be enough time to just shut the website down if they're not making any money, right? So it's a good thing they uh, found that out. And, and if they do want to be more mainstream or something or just, you know, make a lot of money like I'm saying they did. They are pretty mainstream. Let's be for honest. I, let's be. Uh, let me be honest with you. Um, you know, I mean, like Pornhub's pretty mainstream, but I feel still feel people won't really talk about Pornhub that much. But I feel OnlyFans. You see a lot of articles written about OnlyFans all the time, and I think that's because you have some pretty popular people on it. You have people from YouTube on it. You have, you know, kind of like uh, celebrities on it, even if they're not po- posting naked pictures. Like I know. Uh, What's her face? One of the chicks from the hills is on there. So, you know, she's like kind of mainstream. I mean, no one talks about the, the hills people anymore. Um, that current cop chick, I talked about her from David Dobrik's vlog team. She's on there. And, you know, she makes like, what, like $40 million a month on there? She's got to show her boobs and everything, but she don't give no fucks. So they are pretty mainstream. They got popular people on there. They, I, I don't think they should have to... 
I don't think they should be worrying about that if they're already bringing the money in. I, I got I got uh, an article here about it. I'll read what it says, give my thoughts on it. So it says, OnlyFans realizes the whole purpose of the site was explicit content and backtracks, of course. So this person said, well, that was fast. Just days after OnlyFans announced that it would ban sexually explicit content on the site, the company has reversed its decision. Smart decision. On August 19th, the platform announced it would ban sexually explicit content on the site starting on October 1st, 2021. The backlash was immediate. Some sex workers left the site as soon as the announcement was made in order to find alternative places to work. Well, yeah, I mean, if if they can't post the stuff on there that's got to make them money, why would they stay on there? Try to find something new that'll make them money? Nah, that's too hard. They, they, these people want to just keep doing what they enjoy. Sex workers and activists said the ban put their lives and livelihoods in real danger. Well, that's why I said even now, if if OnlyFans is going to keep uh, is going to keep letting them do this, who knows? They might change their mind in a year or two. Who the hell knows? These people should already, in my opinion, start making their own websites or apps or whatever. You know, just for themselves. It could be called, uh, I don't know, sluttygirl.com. Or, let's see, Karenica, well, Karenikopf, we'll, we'll use her. Karenikopf.com, it could only be for her. She starts moving her fan base over to the website, to her own website. Sooner or later, I don't know if she'll make as much as she's making on OnlyFans. Who the hell knows? Maybe she'll make more, honestly. But uh, it'll be her website. I'm sure she'll get a ton of people. Because, you know, it's her fans that are that are uh, subscribing on OnlyFans to watch her. I don't think it's really random people, right? It, it's her fans. So, you know, it's people that want to see her naked. So if, if they could find her naked on another website for the same price, why would they not go there? Let's see. OnlyFans said the ban was because while there are plenty of users and creators on the app, they cannot pull in enough investors. But just a few days later, in a Wednesday morning tweet, the company said it secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community. I don't really know if I believe what they're saying there. Like I said, I think uh, they had other plans. Like, it just seems like too fast for them. Oh, no, no, never mind. We... We're secure now. We're good. Let's see. OnlyFans made a tweet. Thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. We have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community and have suspended the planned October 1st policy change. OnlyFans stands for inclusion and we will continue to provide a home for all creators. Well, that's good. When Mashable asked OnlyFans, I so that's where I'm uh, reading the articles. The, this particular article, uh, asked OnlyFans what kind of agreement they made with the banks or which banks are down for paying a site with sexually explicit content on it. The platform declined to comment. They did respond in an email saying the proposed October 1st, 2021 changes are no longer required due to banking partners assurances that OnlyFans can support all genres of creators. As Variety reported, this resolution could have come exactly because it went so public with the issue of garnering funding while its workers produced explicit content despite being one of the largest and most financially successful platforms for creators that continues to grow. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. 
It's unclear if OnlyFans will bring sexually explicit uh, content back for good. I feel they have to, right? They can't just, you know, they can't say that and not uh, do it, right? As it said, it suspended the ban. Oh, I guess I guess that is a word you got to see. That's what I'm saying. These people got to just start making their own websites. That is a word you got to watch out for. They suspended it. They didn't just get rid of it. They suspended it. That means it could come back. OnlyFans content creators, if you're listening to me right now, make your own website. Bring your fans over there. You know you're secure. Might have to go on some podcasts or something to, uh, you know, get people, get the word out. But, uh, you know, once you tweet about it, go on some podcasts to promote, you'll you'll have a big audience. You might even be able to make more money. Let's see. The platform did not immediately respond to a request for comment from Mashable on the timeline or specifics of this change. In response to the change, sex workers aren't celebrating yet. Many of the creators on OnlyFans last, left last week when the ban was first announced, and some of them say they're staying off the platform. I don't blame them. I mean, any of these websites, YouTube, uh, OnlyFans, even Patreon, really. If you're on somebody else's website and you're trying to run a business off somebody else's website, you're in danger. Let's be for real. The website could close any day. There's a you know there's a lot of things that could they can make policy changes. There's a lot of things that can happen. The safest thing is to uh, make your own website. Let's see. Keep the banks and platforms feet to the fire. Everyone, one tweet in support of the protest read: "This isn't a win yet, but it isn't a loss yet either." Well, it does look like they're going in the right direction, but like I said, these uh, creators. These people that want to show their boobs, these you know these chicks, um, they should really just make their own website. I'm not even saying go to another platform. Like last week, I said, well, maybe Patreon if they're allowed to post that stuff on Patreon. I'm not sure if they're. Uh, they should just go to there. They shouldn't even go to a uh, Patreon. You have you already have your audience. Make your own website. Like I said, put a tweet out saying, "Hey, I'm now going to be posting my naked pictures on." My own personal website. You could pay me there. Unsubscribe to me on OnlyFans and start paying me on my own website. Go on some podcasts to promote your own website now, and bam, you don't got to worry about uh, losing uh, your money anymore if OnlyFans decides to shut down. At that point, you only got to worry about people unsubscribing to your website. And as long as you keep po- as long as these chicks keep posting naked pictures, people will still be subscribing to them. All right, to kind of stay on uh, the to stay on the topics of OnlyFans. I actually, I've got something else that uh, I've got another OnlyFans topic here. Apparently, there is a religious teacher. Her name's Monica Holt, and she quit her job to go on OnlyFans, and she likes that her students watch, that her uh, you know her ex students watch. So I think that's pretty funny. How'd she go from being a religious teacher? I feel like a religious teacher would be very against like pornography. And now she's uh, posting some uh, sexually explicit pictures. All right, so this article here says, a religious teacher 37 who quit her job to start a racy OnlyFans account says, it's fun knowing her ex-students now pay to watch her strip online. Well, that's kind of funny. Big tits. 
So a religious teacher who quit her job to start a race see OnlyFans account has admitted that it's fun knowing that her former students now pay to watch her get undressed online. Monica Holt, who is from Malmo, Sweden, but now lives in Scottsdale, Arizona, used to teach religion and history to children aged between 13 and 16 years old. Oh, and that's the age. If she was a decent-looking teacher, that is the age where these students are like, oh, man, once they found out that she was posting racy pictures of herself, they had to be jumping over to that OnlyFans, being like, finally, we get to see this woman naked. You know, if they were a lot younger, if they were like, you know, in kindergarten or something, first grade, they'd be like, Probably wouldn't be a thought in their head, but you hit that 13 age and then, you know, and then she's teaching 16 year olds. If she was hot, you know, those are the students that want to bang her. So let's see. But uh, the 37 year old ditched her career in education to join the subscription based X rated platform in 2017 and was surprised when she recognized some familiar names on her OnlyFans subscriber list. Oh, that's nice. All right, I'm looking at some pictures of her right now. I can't tell if she just lost weight or if she's had some surgery. Um, She must be making, I'm thinking, a lot more money than she was as a religious teacher. All right, let's see. This says, my old students signed up and sent messages to say that I was the hottest teacher they ever had. That made me laugh. At first, it felt kind of odd, but I don't really care. They're over 18. They can do what they want. Well, what if they weren't over 18? I Would you still be happy? I mean, you're making the money still. You might not be; they might not be allowed to do it, but I'm sure they'd lie about their age or something. Let's see. Monica initially left her job seven years ago after deciding she would rather be a housewife and cater to her husband's needs. Hitting headlines recently when revealing that she prefers to cook, clean, and give her husband sex whenever he wants. Gotcha. Only fans. Uh, OnlyFans has also made headlines in recent weeks saying it was going to ban explicit content, but the platform U-turned on these plans following outcry from its creators. Yeah, that'd be bad if she just like recently quit her job too. She quit her job and was like, all right, I'm going to post some uh, sexy stuff online and then make a lot of money from that. And then they're like, oh no, you can't post that on there anymore. It's like, crap, can I have my job back? Damn, I'm thinking she must have gotten a surgery or something. She just looks so much different. There's a picture of her here. If you look, if you uh, people just uh, Google Monica Holt uh, Daily Mail, it's a Daily Mail article. Monica Holt, who is from Malmo, Sweden, but now lives in Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay, you know it's not really saying anything about the picture. Um, if you just look at the pictures on it, she looks so much different now than in this picture on the right than in the picture on the left. She has long blonde hair with the picture on the right. Now, that, that wouldn't be anything from surgery. That'd be growing her hair. But her face looks slimmer now. And it doesn't really look like diet slimmer. It looks like she might have gotten some work done. She really just looks like a completely different person. Got some big knockers here. My God. You could tell she likes posting these sexy pictures. She, she really doesn't look that much, uh, she really doesn't look anything like how she used to. I'm going down this article, I'm not reading this whole thing. She's in lingerie all over the place here. Now, does she post any, um, any naked pictures? That's what I want to know. 
Let's see. I'm going down to the end. This is a long-ass article. I'm going to see if it says anything at the end. Uh, Monica has also recently hit the headlines for sharing just how deep her dedication to her husband goes, revealing that she prefers to be a traditional wife, cooking, cleaning, and giving her husband sex whenever he wants her. I'd already said that. Is that really that traditional, though, to be uh, making your living as a housewife, posting naked pictures of yourself online? I feel like that's not exactly traditional, but maybe, who knows, I get maybe that's just the new tradition now. Defending her choice of lifestyle, she added, first of all, you have more freedom to take care of yourself. I work out five times a week because my timetable allows me to. I don't have to worry about rushing home from work. Another point is that you will have a stronger bond with your husband. You're dedicating your life to make him happy the same way he's working to make you happy. It's that equal consideration towards each other that makes you close. I, I mean, hey, whatever you want to do, do it. I got no problems with hot teachers posting uh, naked pictures of themselves online. In fact, I encourage hot teachers to post naked pictures of themselves online. It doesn't appear she has any kids. I don't see any pictures of uh, her with kids here. I'd feel bad if she had kids. They'd probably be traumatized at this point. But, okay, that's all I'm going to talk about OnlyFans for today. I feel like we got enough OnlyFans content uh, talked about today. And then I'm going to be ending uh, the show soon. So uh, for the live listeners right now, if you do want to call in, write in the chat that you'd like to call in. I will uh, set the phone up. In fact, I'm going to set the phone up right now because, well, I'm going to half set up, uh, because I want to uh, give Theo Vaughn another one of... uh, my call is about pork roll. Let's see. Okay, phone is pretty much set up. I think I've got it. And, okay. So, please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Frankie D. Theo Vaughn. Hey, what's up? This is Theo Vaughn. Uh, this is a This Past Weekend hotline. Uh, I appreciate you calling. I want to let you know that. No problem, uh, This is a space where you can leave a question, a comment, um, an issue, a concern, a topic, a thought, anything you want. Uh, this is a space, you know, this is that hotline. So you can leave that. Uh, you can leave your name in. You can leave your name out. Um It'll uh, it'll turn off after three minutes. So if you go on long, then you're gonna have to call back and finish your comments or whatever. But I appreciate you calling, and uh, and I appreciate your support with this past weekend. Uh, be good, you little dust bear. I love you. Bye. Yo, Theo, it's Frankie D again. I still haven't heard uh, any pork roll comments from you. That's uh, very unfortunate. I actually had a pork roll sandwich today. It tasted very good. I even had the egg on it today. And then, of course, you got to put the uh, salt, pepper, ketchup on. You know, I actually saw that Cheetos 
Or I should say Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew came out with a hot Cheetos soda. Did you hear about that? The fuck is the matter with people? Who the fuck would want to drink that? Hot Cheetos. You know, like the cheese doodle Cheetos. You know, and the spicy ones, the hot ones. They made a hot Cheetos soda. The fuck? There's a lot of crazy stuff going on, Theo. I'll tell you. You got people calling pork roll Taylor ham in some parts of New Jersey. You got Mountain Dew making a hot Cheeto soda. I saw a religious teacher. I was just talking about this. I saw a religious teacher quit her job to uh, work on OnlyFans. It's probably making her more money. Lots of crazy stuff going on. So, yeah, you should, um, you know, not be stupid and, you know, start calling pork roll pork roll. It's not Taylor Ham. And if uh, you try this hot Cheetos Mountain Dew soda, you should let me know how it is. Because I am curious about it, but I probably won't try it. But maybe I would. I don't know. All right, peace out. Okay. That was my call to Theo Vaughn this week. I still don't know how many of those I have... uh, I've made to him. I gotta check up on that. I feel like I gotta probably try calling someone else. Not that I ever expect these people to actually answer. I mean, that his is just to leave a message. I haven't even checked any of his podcasts. I guess it's a possibility he's played one, but I highly doubt it. Okay. Well, again, if anyone would want to call in, um, write it in the chat. I'm just gonna start plugging the show, and I'm gonna be heading out of here. So... If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to the Frankie D Show. Hit that bell, ding that bell, smash the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up. Do what you gotta do. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, any of those, subscribe to me on there. If you're listening on Apple, leave a review, write a review, do what you gotta do. A Podbean, you can write a review too. And follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at the Frankie D Show. And yeah, and wherever you look up the Frankie D Show, you should be able to find me. All right, that's it with the show for today. I thank everyone for listening. Big tits, big tits, big tits. I feel we needed some uh, big tits in there. If we didn't talk about tits enough today, with you know OnlyFans and stuff. Um. Well, you know, I feel like I really actually didn't bring tits up that much. The uh, I did say that the teacher had a big pair of knockers, and for those of you that weren't familiar with my terminology, those were her tits. So, okay, that's it with the show for today. I thank everyone for listening. I will be back next Friday, if you listen live, um, at 3 o'clock Eastern. And if you're listening to the recordings, I usually drop these at night on Tuesday. Usually it's, I don't even know, 8 o'clock, give or take Eastern. All right, that's it with me. I am out. Peace.